Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome to another exciting episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Harley, and with me, as always, is Reese Waters. Reese, hello. How are hello. you doing today? Hello. Hey, oh, hey. Three. Hey, hey, everybody. Three. Oh, hey. Uh, I just jumped out of a plane. Woo. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. You're <a> funny guy. <laughs> um, before before we get into this episode, I've, we've got a, some very, very important news. So um, you we, finally because, found pants to put on. Yep. yep. And okay. And there's more. Just just this to top that. Exciting that wasn't enough. Okay, yes. Um the at the end of this episode, there is a song that we we created. Uh and I say created, we downloaded a library track and wrote lyrics and sang them <laughs> over the top. <laughs> and if you listen to the end of the episode, you can hear this song and enjoy this song. And also, if you go to our social media or YouTube, uh, you can watch a music video that has got me and Jesse dancing. And you should you should get not watch us. that. At, you should Let us know who's the best know. dancer. Oh God, it's definitely Reese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a little bonus that we did um, that you can check out at the end if you want to. You don't have to. Don't feel any pressure to do any of those things. Right. Um, no, please don't at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna emotionally blackmail anyone to watching and listening to our song, even no, though we work really hard on it. All right, Reese, what do you got for us today? Have you heard of a country called America or the USA, as it's sometimes called? It is familiar sounding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have that. That's good to know. I don't have to explain what America is to you. That's good. That's gonna save us ten minutes. <laughs> 
so we could just go straight on with the next. I should have said no. I kind of wanted to know what how you were going to explain America to me. <laughs> so, like, America and Canada obviously have a, an interested relationship because um, you know, we have all the water. Yeah, you have all the water. They have all the the Guns. weapons. Yeah, and the money, um, and the and more people and um, all cities and all those things. You know, generally speaking, I think Canada and America get on because it's kind of like a a cohabitation agreement in a sense. You kind of need each other. There's resources and things, both sides that are of use, and yeah. usually is pretty friendly. If, yeah, is that for, a now. <laughs> for now, for now, yeah, yeah, for now, for <laughs> now. At the moment, everything's fine. So, uh, I uh, this app this was actually shared with us by somebody by a listener on Twitter. Um, and they'll remain anonymous uh, only because I can't remember who it was <clears throat> for any other reason. <laughs> it was a few weeks ago, and I couldn't find it in the feed. So, but whoever you are, thank you. So, um, I'm sorry, whoever you are. <laughs> sorry. We're really organized on this show. We write everything down, and then we lose it. So... <laughs> This episode is uh, is called War Plan Red, America's Plan to Invade Canada. <laughs> All right. Have you ever heard of War Plan Red before? Uh, only I went and I, I, I'm, <laughs> I know a little bit about this. I didn't research into it. But I know a little bit about it only because I discovered that you were on our local news station being interviewed about our own podcast. I, ah. And you didn't tell me anything about this, probably because you wanted to tell everyone else in the city about it first. So I know I'll, I know a little bit about the shock and surprise, but I don't actually know any details about it. Other than I completely, I completely forgot to tell you, they rang me and you were asleep because <laughs> you don't wake up till the afternoon. So I, <laughs> and then I completely forgot to tell you. Sorry, sorry for being on a radio show without telling you. <laughs> Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, America was planning to invade us at some point. Yeah. So in, in actually, the late 20- I did not know this before I found okay. that on the radio. I'm glad you didn't you. research it's- and spoil this episode. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have done so, that. Good. So this is like the late twenties, early thought, early thirties, and it was because Canada was still a big part of. Um, you know, it was the British Empire was still a thing in those days, and it was still quite influential. And Canada was obviously part of that. You know, uh, is the British Empire of, no longer a thing? Um, yeah, I don't. I, I think everyone, no one ever thinks that the British Empire is a thing anymore. You got the, the UK, and then there's a bunch of islands around the world that are still like protected by the UK and still part of the UK that are in like vast oceans just tiny little dots and they have the little red phone boxes and the the royal mail and everything and they have british accents and they have pubs but <laughs> that's it really uh, okay <laughs> that's the, the british empire is just that's lots the british of, empire lots of tiny little yeah. islands with pubs lots yeah. of tiny little islands with pubs <laughs> in unlikely places there's one <laughs> island it's called the pitkins and it's in the middle of the pacific ocean the pitkins the Pit Kings, I think they're called. Um, oh, not king, not the kings of pits. Okay, not the kings of pits. No, and it's really remote, and is a is part of the UK, but it's this tiny little remote island, and everyone on there is kind of British. It's we weird. should do a uh, wouldn't be a road trip, like a boat trip, or I guess an airplane trip <laughs> to like. But that's the thing; it's really the, expensive the, the, together because nobody. There's no reason to go there, so it's you know there's no. Well, there is now. It's for our podcast, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know. so, so anyway, anyway. Um, the uh, America because because obviously the the 
the British Empire at that stage also still had one of the most powerful navies in the world. The uh, the War Department in the USA decided they needed to have a, an invasion plan for Canada because they thought that Canada would be an easy target for them. You know, they were a neighbor and it might be a good opportunity to score a point on on, on the UK or the British Empire um, and get the upper hand over the Royal Navy. So they were going to use Canada as as just a, an easy target. They were just going to invade and take over. And they th- they felt that if they could rush through and invade Canada, take over, blockade the ports, cut off the food supplies, then it would put them in a good negotiating position with the British Empire to, to you know, have some kind of peace or at least kind of uh, disrupt things and get their way if they if they ever had a falling out. So that that was that was that was the gist of it. Wow. So and this was this was like yeah the 1920s 1930s this was after World War 1. So even though everyone had kind of like teamed up they they were still iron iron each other up suspiciously. So um <laughs> doesn't surprise me honestly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so but would you like to hear the details of this this plan? God yes. Now we both live in Halifax, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the actual first strike was going to happen in Halifax. <clears throat> okay. This, this well, that makes step- sense. We're, we're like a huge port city. Exactly. So step one was to drop poison gas on Halifax. What? Um, basically take out the city and the naval base. Oh, my God. Like mustard gas? Like what? It just says poison gas. So who knows? Just just gas that would kill everyone, I imagine. Um, but obviously would leave lots of infrastructure intact. Um, and Jesus. that would uh, that would mean that uh, then the 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 British Navy would lose its main Atlantic port. So they would be cut off from the Atlantic Ocean, uh, and then they had uh, like several land and sea attack options once they dropped the gas, where they were going to land at St. Margaret's Bay, which is like 20 minutes from my house, just on the road, um, and a few other places around Halifax. Tell us, tell us your address, your, your postal code. <laughs> your come and see me anytime. <laughs> if I'm not there, just smash a window and come in. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if they failed to take Halifax, they were going to then move up to New Brunswick, because they thought that would be an easier target, and then uh, cut Except off. Except that New Brunswick uh, would know. Like yeah, they would they ring ahead. They go, listen, we've just had a bit of an issue with some Americans. They tried to invade. We stopped them. Just to let you know, we saw them heading your way. <laughs> but I think their their target was to go to. They were going to go to Moncton for some. You know, everyone loves Moncton. So, I mean, who doesn't? It's they were they were going to cut off the railway junction in Moncton because then they couldn't get supplies back and forth from Halifax anyway. Well, there's there's other ways to get supplies to. New Brunswick, but that's neither here. Okay, yeah, this is wow. Who came up with this? Who was they were um, gonna, they were going to gas us? I was, it was and a, it was and if by. that failed, they were going to just kind of take apart a railway. Yeah, they so were New just, Brunswick was like going to be fine either way. They just yeah, weren't going to. Yeah, we're going to be like, oh no, where's our rail? But we were going to be gassed to death. Yeah, and New, New Brunswick would have been like, oh, poor Halifax, but oh, we, we just got some rail disruption. You know, while everyone chokes to death on their own blood in their lungs in Halifax, I imagine. You could say anything with that Welsh accent and it would sound okay. 
Like there's just <laughs> you've got a calming effect about you. You could just say horrible things, horrible just really like, graphic details. That could be another podcast. Horrible things said by a Welshman in a calming tone. Just <laughs> in a really jolly, kind, warm way. <laughs> read it like you know, like you like you would kid read a kid's book to a child. Just read it in that style. It's can you can like, you describe some of the horrors that would have happened during this attack, but in a calming, jolly sort of tone? Um, a kind, loving gentleman would be walking down the street in Halifax, maybe on Barrington Street, maybe on Sackville Street. I'm regretting and, this already. And suddenly, he hears the sound of a plane, but it's not a familiar plane. It's an American plane. I, he knows about planes. Um, you know, I feel like I'm tucked into bed. <laughs> and as he was walking down, suddenly the air smelled differently. And then he realized he couldn't breathe. And then he realized he was slowly going blind and his vision was turning red as blood poured out of his eye sockets. Oh and then, as he fell to his knees on the floor, he coughed so hard his lungs fell out on the pavement in front of him, <laughs> crying with what was left of his vocal cords. He then passed out on the floor, dying horrifically, five minutes later. Here we are. Jesus. Is that okay? That was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> So that, that's what would have happened in Halifax if the if Americans had <laughs> been Do you want to hear what, what would happen to Montreal and Quebec? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing as horrible as that. They were just they were just good at they had routes from from northern New York to Montreal and from Vermont to Quebec, and they were going to basically just just land land invasion. They were just going to send tanks and people up, um, and then they were going to then. Uh, take control of Toronto and all the industrial areas to stop Canada and Britain from manufacturing any kind of munitions or any more vehicles to attack U.S. heartland in the Midwest. And then they were going to attack from Buffalo uh, across the Niagara River and from Detroit to Windsor and from, how do you say it, Sault Ste. Marie? Yeah, actually. that's, that's Today, that was like, my French is getting better. It is I getting better. Criticism, I took the criticism to heart. Um, and did nothing to learn better French. I just, I just got lucky first time that I was. So <laughs> you didn't actually teach uh, yourself, yeah. <laughs> from Sousomerie into Sudbury, um, and then they would then control the Great Lakes and all the transportation across the Great Lakes, um, and then Winnipeg. Oh wow! Which, they had a, like it wasn't just Halifax; they were going to take out oh, all God, of no. Canada. So Winnipeg. The um, is in Winnipeg. They, <laughs> they described Winnipeg as the central nexus of the Canadian rail system. They apparently don't know us very well. <laughs> and they've got a Boston pizza. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so. And Harvey's, which they don't get in America, which they really fancy. They've heard a lot about it. It's like Subway for burgers. Yeah. And they wanted one <laughs> so. And they saw, I love it, they described her as seeing no major obstacles when they were invading Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, no, none. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, just Winnipeg? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give yeah, you that. Fine. Yeah, no, that's, that's nothing fine. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried. <laughs> so, and then uh, uh, Vancouver was the only, the only, part. the only, like, the only problem with them invading Winnipeg is the defending forces in Canada would see them coming for miles. It's just flat land. There's no hills yeah, or mountains at all. It's just, it's, <laughs> I mean, that's the prairies. I don't know about Winnipeg. They probably hear them. Like, I know that when the Americans were in Iraq and Afghanistan, they blast like loud rock and roll music as well. So 
I imagine they, what was this, the 20s? So they'd be like blasting like ragtime music from their tanks as they came. So you'll probably hear them first. <laughs> <laughs> ragtime and jazz. put your pants back on here's a message (laughs) life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So then, and apparently Vancouver, they weren't that worried about Vancouver um, because of his distance from Europe. Uh, its importance was kind of like not, a, not as big a thing. So uh, they still wanted to deny Britain a naval base in the Pacific Ocean. So they, they were going to invade Vancouver, but they didn't really think, put too much thought into it in comparison to the rest. So I think Halifax was the big one. That was the big military port. So that's why everyone got gas and everyone else just got uh, inconvenienced. <laughs> so... <laughs> Who came up with this plan and how did we find out about it? It was put together by the uh, War Department. So it was a bunch of like generals and people, I guess. But they sent, in 1931, they sent Charles A. Lindbergh covertly as a spy. He was like a Nazi sympathizer. And he was at the Hudson Bay to investigate the idea of using seaplanes for warfare and to seek out points uh, of kind of low resistance and easy places to invade across the Hudson Bay. And then... In 1935, uh, Congress authorized $57 million to build three secret airfields on the U.S. side of the Canadian border with grassed over landing strips <laughs> to, wow. to, to hide the, that there was an airport. <laughs> so, and I imagine they just put up the, the um, air, air control tower <clears throat> and they probably just put lots of ferns and branches over Yeah, it. that's what I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah, yeah. And a big <laughs> sign out front saying, not an airport. That's, exactly. yeah. Exactly. It's just, it's like a mini golf course or something. (laughs) No, don't say it's a mini golf. That would attract people. Like Canadians love mini golf. It's just a a rundown haunted (laughs) mini golf course. That's even more attractive. Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) So say say it's like a gun range. No one would go. (laughs) Exactly. Everyone avoids that. Yeah. So, um, so like they, they, they believed that, uh, that apparently though, the the Royal Navy had never really prepared a formal plan for war with the United States in in that kind of era. It, this is the British kind of military in London, and they generally agreed that if they lost Canada, it wouldn't be fatal to Britain, and they just carry on; they'd be fine. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I always got the feeling they never really were too keen on keeping us. Like, in, like they just didn't really care one way or it's so another. Big and it's so cold and it's so far away. And yeah, all these other, you know, it was like let's just stay on our little island, which rains. It's fine. 
I mean, no one will want to invade. It's so big <laughs> and so cold and so far away is probably the reason why they didn't invade. Honestly, Let's, and and if and if they gassed Halifax, there's half of the pubs in Canada gone. So right, oh yeah, very little incentive for a British person then. Did you 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 knew know that statistic that per, we have the most amount of bars pubs per capita in all of North America here in Yeah, I, I work in Halifax. I walk through downtown Halifax all the time. It's literally <laughs> every other building is a pub. So Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It is great. It's wonderful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how many um, have you visited so far? Um ask me how many I haven't. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm working my way around slowly, but <laughs> I really like some of the some of the pubs and the bars. And even during lockdown, they just moved all the tables and chairs outside. Yeah, I know. Good. It was yeah. <laughs> Which is genius. <laughs> so, um, so I think I think historians say that it would have been a stalemate. So America would have invaded Canada, and then they would have gone. Now what? And Britain would have gone. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> so, where do we go from here? Um, sorry about Halifax. Um, how, how do we move on from this? So. Right. Exactly. But also. Um, Canada actually had his own secret plan to invade America in the in uh, in the nineteen twenties. No, we did not. Yes, there's no way so, we could have like no. That's <clears throat> so this this guy who sounds like a character from like a nineteen seventies uh, World War Two film, uh, Lieutenant right. Colonel James Buster Sutherland Brown. Buster, uh, Lieutenant Colonel James Buster Sutherland Brown. Buster Lieutenant, is in inver- Lieutenant inver- James inver- Colonel Bustard Sutherland. Hold on, Lieutenant James Colonel Bust. No, Lieutenant Colonel James Buster Sutherland Buster. Brown. What? His name is James Buster Sutherland Brown, but Buster is his nickname. Is in inverted commas. That wasn't Uh-oh. his given name. Oh. I, think. I don't know why they called him Buster. But anyway, so he he came up with defense scheme number one on the to April the twelfth, nineteen twenty one. So he got it right in the first draft. How many? He how many? Even oh, he didn't. He, did, he didn't do a number two. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is good. Do you want, do you want to check it? Nope. Thank you. <laughs> you don't want to, you know, just get a seconded opinion. No, number one. It's great. <laughs> so, so Buster yeah. uh, believed that maintain, he maintained that the best defense was a good offense. So he planned a rapid deployment of flying columns across the border to occupy Seattle. Flying Great what? Falls, a flying, flying columns. Flying columns? Yeah, flying columns. What's a flying column? A small independent military land unit capable of rapid mobility and usually composed of all arms. So it's just a, a, a kind I've of a never a heard this term before. Of, well, I, I, I imagine I, I just read it off Wikipedia. To oh, you. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, according to this, flying columns are mentioned by Sun Tzu in his Art of War in such a fashion that indicates it was not a new concept at the time of writing. It dates to the 6th century BC, wow. and possibly the late 8th century BC. So uh, it was the Romans used to use it. So basically you just send <clears throat> a highly mobile, really diverse unit in in advance. They've got small guns, they've got big guns, they've got loud guns, quiet guns. Um, what other guns, guns do they have, Reese? Blue guns, guns that don't work, guns that work really well. Just start making uh, the rhyme. I know, I know. So, just all the guns uh, and those those cartoon bombs that say bomb on the side that are round right. and black yeah. with a big yeah. wily coyote uses exactly all those uh so that they were gonna these these comedic columns were gonna fly and occupy <laughs> seattle great falls minneapolis and albany and 
they knew they had very little hope of holding American <laughs> cities against American <laughs> troops. Right. And it was essentially kind of like a suicide mission. They were just going to dig in and fight until they ran out of everything uh, or got killed. And, th- and the idea was they would hopefully long enough until the British and Commonwealth allies sent reinforcements. Oh my God, what? Which, so their plan was, let's just go and attack them. and then Until we die people, and backup arrives. people come and help us. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> J- Lieutenant Colonel James Buster Sutherland Brown was ballsy. Can you say that without reading it off your screen? Lieutenant Colonel James Buster Sutherland Brown. Right. Very, it's That's a very impressive. easy name to remember. It's it just rolls off the tongue. It's <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you and, should and go. This, you should go as him for Halloween. I will. I don't oh. know. I don't know what he looks like. I don't, um, I don't I think anybody, anybody knows what he is. You could just put on a wig and just say it, and like everyone's like, no, oh, oh, yes, of course you are. There are no pictures. Um, Even better. Who can say you're not? You don't look like him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Try and prove my historical accuracy. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) He did have a comedy mustache. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so the uh, War Plan Red was declassified in 1974 and caused a kind of a stir of relations between Canada and the United States. But But the states... invasion plan to Canada did not cause a religion problem between it us? It did. Like, it caused okay. a bit of a stir. But then, yeah, I was going to say. Mean, <clears throat> then Canada Canada had its own plan as well with its flying columns. So I Yeah, think, that you know, seems much more... The main thing is, nobody <laughs> died. Nobody got gassed horribly like that poor man in Halifax that we described earlier. <laughs> it really did read like a children's book. Like, just say it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to get an illustrator to illustrate it. <laughs> If any of our listeners out there wants to illustrate Reese's story time with the gassed man from Halifax, please feel free. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty scary. Um, I mean, like in 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 London and the UK, everyone had gas masks during World War II because they were convinced Hitler was going to drop gas. Um, it's a, it's not a nice way to go. Um, no, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to go that way. I, well, I want to. <clears throat> How do you want to go? Out of a cannon. Yeah, fight out of a cannon. Like your grandfather before you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a family tradition. And, but I, there's a there's a jewel on my hand, and when it turns dark red, my time is up. Um, <laughs> what? Haven't you ever seen that film? No. What? I can't think of the name of the film. This is a now. movie. This is a- there's a movie. It's a sci-fi film, and the the future, the world is ruined, and everyone lives in this dome. And and it's like uh, a utopia. They have, don't have to work. They don't have to do anything. They all have big orgies. Uh, and when you're born, you have a diamond on your hand, and it's like a light color. And as it turns darker, when you get to about the age of thirty, it means then you have to be killed. shot out of a cannon. No, you have to be killed. You get absorbed into this energy to make new people. So you can only because there's a limited space. They then have to. Nobody lives beyond thirty. And it's a sci-fi film from the seventies. And I can't remember what it's called. I'm sorry. No, yes. Oh, so, so sorry. You can't remember the name Logan's of that movie. Logan's Run. Logan's Run. Now I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Logan's Run. It's great. I've and heard then, of it. I, I'm not going to... We, we did have some criticism of all the spoilers we ruined. Uh, Water for Waterworld? Waterworld? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to tell you what happens. But. <laughs> That's a, thank, thank, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna immediately yeah. go and watch Logan's Run. That's for you should. It's yeah, a good film. It's, it's, you remember, like, it was kind of like pre Star Wars. So it was when 
it was like those that era before people had to kind of up their game with sci-fi and it could be a bit shit but still good (laughs) (laughs) that's most 70s movies exactly exactly so yeah so uh did you have fun learning about invasion plan of canada from america I, I don't take joy in the fact that america has plans to gas us to death that's not you know well, they I, did have plans. they did I mean, well it's not like they disappeared they're still no but they they, they probably got better plans now right yeah what am i thinking yeah. of course yeah that's be like a nuclear weapon <laughs> at least you won't choke on your own lungs you'll just be turned to dust within a blink of an eye right well i mean it'll be the halifax explosion number two i guess yeah <clears throat> yeah it's fun mm. fun times fun times reese thank you so so, so <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. And don't forget, the, the, the music video is going to come after this. Right. Well, yeah, without the video. Just the song. Without the video. It's just the song. You can enjoy the music. We didn't put it at the front because we don't want people to turn off. Um, <laughs> I'm going to find a different podcast. I think we should make a music video every week, Reese. Just saying. Uh, yeah. I, I, I have all the time in the world to make music videos constantly. It's not like you have two companies have... and three kids. It's not. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I'm just twiddling my thumbs most yeah. of the time. So. Uh, Thank you, Reese. This has been educational. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) On with the music video. On with the music song. the video. This is just audio. On (laughs) with the song. Go and look for the music video. I got confused. I'm sorry. (laughs) Close your eyes. Imagine the video. (laughs) Oh, that'd probably be way better than the video we made. Jesse, you ready? Oh, I'm ready, Reese. You think it's really dull and the choice that's last, but we'll show you that it's fun with our dumb podcast. From Justin Trudeau beating a man in the head to Mackenzie King getting advice from the dead, corruption, sex, bribery, and genocide, timbits, aliens, bunkers, and pesticides. So download, subscribe, please rate. You learn so much nonsense, your mind will ache. Weekly release is about 20 minutes long. Reese, why did you write these details into this song? So listen in the bath or on the drive to work. Find us on the Frequency Podcast Network. Do it. Or else. Please download the podcast. Or we'll, you'll never see your brother alive again. <laughs> cool. I'm just going to... That's enough. I think that's, that's enough. enough. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> you can't sing at all, can you? I know I can't. <laughs>
Hey, Internet. Do you ever wish you had recorded your heart-to-heart conversations? Well, that's what I do every week on the Intoxicated Podcast, the comedy variety talk show that gets personal, where I chat with comedians, creators, and characters. There's no small talk on this podcast. Subscribe today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you find your podcasts. New episodes every Friday. That's Intoxicated, T-A-L-K. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 